The professional interests and personal priorities of our hosts result in regular child development coupled with educational and brain learning conversations. Join in as Dr. Larry Mercer and Michelle Charles bring their expertise before the microphone as part of an ongoing dialogue between this father and daughter duo on Let's Build Their Brain. to build on facts and ideas about how to make learning easier for the brain. What should we revisit from our previous conversation? I think we talked about several things. We talked about the importance of color. We talked about the social brain. We talked about the importance of emotions. So I would just remind our listeners that color connects neural pathways. I also remind them that essentially inherently social beings it's important to make learning a cooperative experience, something that the students do, the children do, and interact with other people. And finally, I want to remind them that it's important to be aware that emotions engage the learning process, that they're pivotal to human attention, perception, memory, and problem solving. So it's important to make the children feel safe and make them engaged in the process of learning through emotional experiences. You just finished talking about emotions. Let's build on that and think about how can we do that? We know there's value in eliciting emotion. What is a way that we can incorporate emotion in the learning experience? Well, it's important to understand that storytelling is an important way to engage emotions. Uh, storytelling evoke emotions. They bring about risk, excitement, urgency, and pleasure that adds a benefit to the learning process because it gives a structure, it makes, helps make sense of the brain, particularly the hippocampus, helps students store the content. So again, I think it's important to make sure we, we find ways to get students both listening and telling stories throughout the process. You know, I'm thinking about it can be entertaining to see the emotion with which some young children are able to communicate. And we might even take a cue from them and try and match our communication with some emotion through storytelling, like you just mentioned. Well, I love, I love, I love to see a little guy, he's telling a story, his face gets animated, his body tone changes, he leans into the conversation, he loves stories, which is amazing to me. I know you do some things that enhance that process, I know you do things great, great. You know, I've all been being exposed to stories. I always, I've always been intrigued by that part of your relationship with him. Well, hearing phrases from a child like, I don't know, or you tell me, might be clues to us that we need to help our learner work on this next type of thinking. Talk to us about something we can do to help our learner be more prepared to tackle real world problems. I think it starts by helping them understand that I can't, I don't know. And those are not acceptable answers. And I think we need to find ways to help redirect them and re-engage them in the process by helping them asking the question, how could you go about maybe addressing that or what can you do to change that or evoking the, involving the process of thinking about gathering information and identifying a problem and generating outcomes. But I think, again, the big idea will be helping them develop thinking skills, helping them move beyond giving a simple answer, helping them think through the fact that they can be problem solvers as a part of their life, and that would help them with the learning process as well. I 
think it was in our first episode of this series that we talked about repetition and review. So I think it's it's fitting that we kind of revisit this idea at the end of this conversation. How might we look at presenting material with a phased approach of learning? How can that benefit our learning? Well, I think it involves being strategic and intentional. Understanding that when we do that, it enhances our learner's ability to retain information. Maybe doing things like pre-exposure, providing some hints about what they're going to learn in the coming days, weeks, or months in advance. And then maybe previewing, giving clear exposure to content before the lesson can be taught, such as through an overview. And then kind of moving from the pre-exposure to the preview to kind of a, a priming. That's providing direct exposure to the content, delivering the content in a direct way, and then reviewing or recapping something that's learned. And then finally, uh, revising, making sure that they understand what they've learned in the past. Again, the big word there is intentionality, making sure we don't just flash out what one time, understand the grain, absorbs the information better, or use the phase approach to facilitate the learning process. Any additional thoughts as we prepare for our brain building blocks? I would just emphasize the importance of gathering ourselves as we work with our children. Sometimes we get absorbed in the routines of life and we get to be routine and we're not really thinking about storytelling. We're not really thinking about the faith towards learning. We're just kind of moving through the motions. I think it's taking mental brain breaks ourselves and thinking through how am I presenting this information? Am I presenting this information in the most powerful way for my children to learn? I'm not just going through the motions. I think it's us being very intentional with what I would use to think about this this time together. Right. Well, let's share our practical and applicable ways to grow brains as we wrap up this time together. What is a brain-friendly food that we want to discuss today? I want to know if you've ever heard of this food before. Tahini. Tahini. It's made from sesame seeds and it's filled with healthy fats and amino acids. Uh, it helps uh, the brain in a powerful way. It helps the brain thrive because of the amino acids that are there. It helps the process work better. You can do it by putting on dips or veggies or uh, using a whole grain as a topping for a snack. It's a secret agreement that helps the brain process. You ever heard of tahini before? I have not. I have not. Next time you go to the store, look for that tahini. made from sesame seeds and it's filled with healthy fats and amino acids. How might we involve our child in storytelling? Well, I think it involves having them both telling them stories and having them tell stories. Having them when they're watching something either on television or through some other individual medium, asking them to think about the characters, maybe take an alternative ending to the story or helping them bring a new life to the story, helping them think through the process of engaging the story they're exposed to. Maybe even creating a, a story about history, a story about math, a story about social studies. Because stories can breathe life into subjects and make them more relatable and exciting. So I think engaging students in the process of telling and listening to stories is a powerful way to use that to enhance learning. For a fun activity, I would challenge you to incorporate what I would call, I guess, dilemma situations to help the young person you know and love work on their problem-solving skills. 
that might look like a car ride or dinner table conversation to brainstorm ideas with your child, different options on how they might solve a problem that they have or might possibly encounter. Any closing thoughts? Well, go back to the stray idea. Why not have our young people write their own story? Why not have them spend time writing their own story? I know you had our little one writing stories. I think that, that's something very important. So I, I would challenge our listeners to use what you talked about to challenge their young people to write stories using all the things we talked about as part of the process. Well, join us next time for more information in Brain Building. Please follow or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Stay connected with Let's Build Their Brain via Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Let's Build Their Brain Pod and on Twitter at Build Their Brain. Thank you for checking back with us each Monday for a new episode. We hope you leave each podcast with practical and applicable suggestions to aid your endeavor of building the brains of the ones you love. Until next time, let's build their brain. Thank you.